Hello and welcome back to Hope This Is Helpful, where I am your host, Tiara Harris, and I'm joined by my husband and co-host, Leon, L.A. Which one? Did you say last time you want want to just be L.A.? Confused. (laughs) He's confused. Um, Basically, this podcast, we talk a lot about everything and a little bit about nothing. Yeah. Um, So we're adding some segments to this podcast, guys. So first, we're going to do one of our intimacy cards by um, Skin Deep. These cards are amazing, and I just found out that they have other decks of these cards. So of course, now I want all of the cards. Did you look at them when I told you that? They have no. like I think I think they have like a friendship one. I just hear a lawnmower. I don't just know what it is. Oh, that's what that face is for. I thought you were annoyed about like me buying more things. No, no, no. It's a lawnmower. Um. Yeah, so they have, like, I think a friendship deck. I think they have one for kids. Mm-hmm. I do know that they didn't um, kids. And I feel like there were more than just those two. So I have to look into the other ones. Um, so I'm just going to pick this first card off the top because I actually looked at it already and I was like, this is a good question to start with. What do you think I want from life? L U X E. I don't know how to spell it. <laughs> I mean, I'm not to say. <laughs> Lux? That's it? You want to elaborate? So the people understand what you, how that pertains to me and not their own interpretation of what you mean? Oh, man. Um. So, no, you just, you're a person, you like things that are, you like luxurious things. Like, um, and not in a bad way, not in a, a bougie way or anything like that. You like luxurious things. Um, I do think also, like, if there's a way that you want, um, can still help people as well, you want to help people. You want to um, be there for your family, of course. You want to travel. I don't know, bro. Lux. I think that encompasses it. I think that encompasses a lot of things. Well, I'm glad you said more than just nice things because that probably would have made me sound shallow (laughs) but I think in like helping people no scratch that if I'm going to help people I do want to do it in a way that's nicely done but I think in terms of the things that I want for myself and if we travel I do want it to feel very luxurious I do want to feel um just a certain vibe I go for with everything that I want to do and touch Mm -hmm. Um, so what do I think that you want out of life? I think that Leon wants stability. I think that he wants, um, to take care of us, to feel financially free, to still, to do that and then also still have fun. So if that means all of the gadgets, all of the computers, all of the lights, all of the sounds, he wants to be able to have all of those things. If he's going to have multiple monitors to do the things that he likes to do, you know, he wants to have multiple monitors. Maybe like a movie room. Maybe a whole studio. Who knows? But it's all very tech-driven. But I also think that he wants to feel safe and secure despite your disability. I think that you don't want to be dependent on um, anybody or the government that you want to be able to provide for yourself and give yourself um, maybe the most simplest version of um, 
life with a spinal cord injury that you can. Mm -hmm. So I think that if you could, you would probably have all of the things that you need to make your life easier without having to be concerned about how much it costs. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, you really shouldn't have to be, but unfortunately it's a reality that these things are really expensive. I'll be in debt for it all. You said you'll be in debt for it all? Mm Mm-hmm. Would you be in debt for it all, or would you just want to be able to, like, have it without having to be in debt? Uh, I probably would have been, if I wasn't married, and, right, if I wasn't married, I probably would have, like, every time something new came out, I would have figured out how to got it without right. thinking about, like, how I'm going to pay for it. With, like, disability stuff or just, like, tech stuff? Well, tech stuff that helps with my disability. So, mm-hmm. like, now, like, they got the Apple Watch that helps, like, with if you fall. You know, Apple Watch is like five hundred dollars. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I got the app. You know, the iPad. iPad. You know, it was good for me. Like, if I was in school and I didn't want to write, but I could use that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like stuff like that. So I, I can see how to make my life easier. Like, I, we need to get like a thermostat, a smart thermostat. And I'm just like, all right, not yet, not yet. But like, we really need one because it makes my life easier. How is that easier than what we have? Yeah, I have to get up anytime I need to. I can just control it. So what do you do now? Because you don't I ever wish. ask me to help you. Why you don't ask me to change it? If it needs to be changed. I don't think they give me no hard To set the temperature? Because <laughs> I, I mean, this is stupid. I'll be freaking out to do it. You'll be like, can you put it on such and such? And then press set, like hold the button down. Because I'll be forgetting myself though. Because it's like weird. If I don't like it. It's so weird. Okay, so... I'm glad you said that and not like, I don't know how to operate anything. Oh, it's weird. That thing is weird. I don't understand it. You got to push the button, push it to, and then hold. And also it's not secured. Do you think I accurately describe what you want out of life? Yes. Yes. Not missing anything? Cheeks. Fair. Um, all right, our next segment is going to be, we are going to share a story about our little one because um, if you don't follow us on social media, which you should at Harris Hope and Humor, we typically um, are not very intentional about sharing our daughter. Um, we don't really have an issue with sharing our daughter. It's just that I think she's still young where it's, I don't know if she them. understands the consent behind it behind sharing it um so sometimes you know you will see her pop in here and there but we don't um as some people call exploit our children for influence or for money um you kind of see her when you see her and when you don't you don't so we thought it would be kind of fun to share some funny stories about her um that we feel comfortable sharing without having to worry about uh respecting her privacy so do you want to go first let me go first I actually felt like I almost forgot. I gotta flush mine out. Like I thought we were doing the same one. Oh, well, I'm gonna share how. This is not even one I have written down, but it just came to my mind. Noelle is very much one of those kids. She's a typical kid in this way, where like she says exactly what she's thinking, and she's honest, but like she doesn't even realize that she's like bluntly being honest which I think is so funny because um because because of the way that we parent I think we are very mindful and intentional about like knowing what to expect from her at certain ages so like 
I'm not annoyed by it or offended by it. It's just funny to me because she's really just a four-year-old. So she likes to tell me how squishy my stomach is all the time. And she said to my cousin who just had a baby a month ago, she was like, your stomach's still big. <laughs> and I'm like, no, we. <laughs> and I didn't want to like get into her because she'll ask questions where she's like, well, why can't I say it? Because it's true. And my cousin was just kind of like, well, yeah, that's because I haven't been doing anything to like not be, to not still look like I just had a baby. <laughs> But she says these things and she just goes about her business because to her, she's just pointing out a fact. (laughs) But that was the way she deterred on my, another story I have could be like when she, um, was looking at her shoes and she was looking at her shoes like they stink. And we were just looking like, okay, why do they stink? She was like, I don't know. I'm like, do they they smell like, she was like, corn chips. No, she was like, they smell like chips. (laughs) Like, that's not a good thing. Like, they're not supposed to smell like chips. She was like, oh, like... Yeah, she liked it because she she was like they smell like chips because she likes corn chips. But we were both like trying so hard. I mean, I was trying hard not to laugh harder than I was because I was like she doesn't even understand how like the corn chip smell is not a normal and good smell for your shoes. You're not wearing the socks that you keep debating about every but she, day. Yeah, she's in this phase of not wanting to wear socks, and it's quite annoying. Actually, this morning was funny because we both were like trying to get her to put her on her shoes with socks. As neither one of us had on socks with our shoes. Oh, yeah. That was definitely, yeah. <laughs> I was I, like, hopefully she doesn't notice that we don't have on socks I did change because I was like, all your friends at school have socks on. Because I was I definitely about to be like, everybody else in here doesn't. But I was like, oh, we both have socks on. I think it's interesting, though, that she doesn't want to wear socks because I think that sometimes shoes are more uncomfortable without socks. Like, I get that there's maybe a particular pair of shoes that fit better or feel better without socks. But she's like that with every pair. And I'm like... The ones with, like, the light-up ones, how are they comfortable with no socks on? And then you can't talk her out of it, because honestly, like, I don't have a reason other than the fact that they stink to get her to not. <laughs> and there's, we know a lot of adults who don't like to wear socks. Yeah. And so, I don't know, I don't want to push her to do something, but I also have to figure out how to, like, not live a corn chip smell in all her shoes. She has to wash her feet more. I don't wash them, I don't, I don't wear socks all the time. You think it's just a matter of washing your feet more? Yeah. I wear I wear shoes way more than anybody else in this house. Well, that's very true. All right. All right, so our topic for today is we are going to share the story about the weekend that we had our service dog. Or the weekend that Leon had his service dog. It lasted all of Till Monday at 10 o'clock? It lasted from Friday afternoon till Monday afternoon. So I'm going to start because I feel like I'm going to let Leon tell the majority of the story, but I want to give the disclaimers before he starts because I'm always like um, optimistic where Leon sometimes is not. Oh. So the my disclaimer, service dogs are expensive. Um, service dogs require you to be away from home to be with the dog to help train the dog to prepare the dog to come home because they have to kind of get used to like you after, after they're trained to be in service, they still have to learn the particular person that they're going to serve. And so I think it was what, like a week or two weeks that you had to be away. Oh no, it was like a month. 
Was it a month? It was a month. That one place was like a month, three weeks. And, and it was like far away. We was, yeah, and it's not close to home. Like thousands, we like priced it out. It was like thousands of dollars to do it. We was like, yeah. And then that meant I would have needed to be off too because you still need mm-hmm. a caregiver with you to take care of the things that you need that the dog can't do. Yeah. So we ended up finding this organization. I won't say the name um, out of respect for what they do because I still believe in what oh, they do. Oh, that was good, yeah. Um, it was an organization we found. We were still living in um, Pennsylvania. And they take rescue dogs and they train them to be service dogs so we you they kind of do like intake they kind of ask you what you're looking for what you need what your preferences are and so leon did not want a puppy he Mm -hmm. wanted an older dog um and he wanted something more i guess mid-size like he didn't want like a big dog like a little less smaller than the lab and so because leon is afraid of dogs petrified g so we um we're talking to this guy and then he calls us or whatever however he got in touch with us to tell us that they found the dog that they thought would be perfect for leon you want me to keep going go ahead so we go (laughs) we like talk to him about the dog we go to see the dog and it ends up being a black lab Mm -hmm. A black lab who was, um, I'm trying to decide if I just tell this part before or after. Just after. Just the story. So he tells us it's a black lab, and this guy, this, this oh, dog. Oh, where are you from? Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Tell that there. After. So we, yeah, yeah. it's a black lab. He's living, he's currently being fostered by um, a single mom and her son, which I think the son might have been like preteen age, maybe like seven, eight, somewhere around there. I don't remember if he was older or not. And um, this dog also went to doggy daycare. The mom went on like five mile runs every morning with this dog, which I thought was like, well, that's going to be an adjustment because I don't work out that much to take this dog out that much. We were also living in a condo at the time on the 18th floor. Mm-hmm. Um but, you know, he calls us and he's like, I think this dog is going to be a perfect match. And I don't even remember what made him think that he was a perfect match. Maybe because he was around kids already and he was, was comfortable kids, with kids. He knew was, commands. He knew commands. Um, they thought he was extremely smart, that he was going to catch on well to becoming a service dog. And he also was used to being alone. Mm. Because he would be alone when, he wasn't, when the mom and the, and the son were home. So we gear up, get everything that we need. We're excited. We go get the dog. We bring the dog home. Well, actually, I met the, we met the dog because I was like, well, we gotta, I gotta see the dog. So we met the dog at um, the daycare. At the day, yeah. Oh yeah, at the daycare, he was chill. He was cool. Sat, listened to me, and got next to me, just kind of like you know, follow me around. Found out the dog was nine months old. I was like, yeah, he was still a puppy. I was like. That doesn't sound. He was, I was like, no, 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 don't worry. He's he's good. He's mature for his age. I was like, okay. He was like, all right. I was like, cool. I was like, all right. I'm going to take y'all word for it. So then, yeah, we got everything together. We spent, what, like $100, got all kinds of stuff for the dog. Because it kind of was just like dropped on. It was like, you know, your adoption. It was like, oh, the baby's ready. It was like, oh, the snap. Baby. I made him his own food. Yeah. Like, I didn't want to buy dog food, so I learned how to make, um, make his dog food in the crock pot. Like... I was really excited. We made about treats and we made peanut butter treats too in the yeah, fridge. Yeah, we made peanut butter treats. I made I like sliced apples and like baked them so that he and would have cheese like cheese for him. Yeah, yeah. We, we did all she she did all the research. She did all the research like she she did all the research for this dog. 
Um, so we get the dog, and he's cool to ride home. He's chilling. We get him in the house. I don't even remember. They got house, the house, I don't remember. He, did he freak? Oh, he get on the elevator. He didn't like elevators. That was he the first issue. He did not like elevators. Could not get this boy on the elevator. Then we get him in the house. Um, and he just acting weird. I thought he, he he seemed fine. Well, first of all, one of the big issues was getting our building to be okay with it because it was like a a no dog. Like you weren't supposed to have dogs in these condos, yeah. but because our our particular landlord that owned our condo was very supportive of. Us. People with disabilities and us, they were like, we'll, you know, we'll go through this with you if it ever comes up that it's a problem because he was considered to be a service dog. It wasn't just us having a big pet. But then I think it was like the shock factor of everybody that lived there, especially that one old lady who was always like roaming the lobby mm-hmm. that was afraid of dogs and like having to get used to them seeing this big dog coming in with us, especially for it to be afraid of the elevator. That Especially me. That not, made it no, harder too. Me being afraid of a dog, and like I said, it was only this was literally two days. Like we wasn't. This wasn't a lot of time. Like that's why I'm mm-hmm. trying to remember everything because it was, it was a lot so fast. Yeah. So the first issue was him being afraid of the elevator, which meant that that was going to make it harder for Leon to be able to walk him because he would pull. Yeah. And so we couldn't have him pulling Leon. Um, and then he pulled during walks. Mm-hmm. And we, that was the problem. You know, and the sidewalks were. Uneven in Philly. Yeah, so then we were nervous about Leon, like him knocking me out and Leon falling out of his chair. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I was like, how how do I know if I walked him long enough? Because now he's used to going on these like long runs with this woman. And I just wasn't, I'm still not there physically that I like work out that much. Like I don't go for runs. Mm -hmm. Um, So then we were like in the condo with the dog and I think we did okay at first. For us by ourselves, we was okay. Nighttime, he wanted to sleep in our bed. Yeah, because he was sleeping just, in the bed with the little boy. He was like, no. We had to like knock him out, so he got mad and was sitting out the door, <laughs> growling. And then, then Leon was upset because he felt like he was... he The dog was getting used to all of the sounds of the building. So you would hear the neighbors going in and out of their apartments. You would hear the piping and all of that kind of stuff. And he responds to all of that because it's not... You know, he's trying to protect us. He's mm-hmm. trying to get used to it, used to it. But then, like, I felt like that very first night was like bringing home a newborn. We're like, none of us got sleep because every time he made a noise, you was up because you wanted him to be quiet. And I was like, he's doing what a dog is supposed to do. And I'm freaking out because I'm in an apartment and I'm supposed to have a dog. And all I hear, woof, 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 woof. Yeah. And then they thought that, they also thought that we were going to be able to train him to go into his crate. Which ended up being another huge issue was that this dog wanted no parts of his crate. So he was smart enough. So like the tricks that we were supposed to try in terms of like putting the peanut butter, put the the peanut butter, yeah, in a toy and put it far far enough in the crate that he has to go in the crate to get it. No, he put his neck far enough in there to get what he needed, and he was like, "I ain't going Mm -hmm. in that thing." And so we wanted him to be crate trained to be able to like know that he was where we wanted him to be because we did not want him sleeping in our bed. And I feel like that just never, I mean, he still didn't sleep in the bed, but it was just a long, it was a long night, long night. So then what else happened? Five o'clock in the morning, this fool wanted to go to the bathroom. We just sit there like, what? 
Cause like five o'clock, he at the door just looking like rum, 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 scratching. We just like okay. Was this the walk? Was this the walk where he pulled away and tried to chase a the dog then? Mm. Or he was snapping at the no, dog? No, I think that might have been later in the day. Cause I feel like it wasn't like super early. But I can't remember. Honestly, it might have been. I can't. And like, thank God that the other person had their dog like secure. Yeah. So we went for we took him on a walk and we went kind of somewhere that we hadn't been before and it was it's hilly. It's not really accessible for me. And another dog. Somebody else is walking their dog, and our dog just starts going crazy. And I had to like hand the leash to Tierra to let her hold because he was you know pulling me and going crazy. So. I don't know. That, that was a sign for me. That was just like, that was just, I think that was one of the straws from in my mind. I'm just like, I'm, I'm pretty much done. Like, it was I'm, like, like, I'm checked out. It was like one thing after another was like building as to like why Leon was like barely on board, probably with this a whole idea. And then it was like, this is why I wasn't on board with it. Oh, here's another reason why I wasn't on board with this. Here's another reason why. And then the other thing was the guy that owned the company had also told us to, and this comes up, this is important later in the story. He told us that for Leon to interact with the dog and for me not to, to let Leon do all of the commands, let Leon do all of the transitions, mm-hmm. do everything with him um, so that he knew that he was in service to Leon and not just like a family dog to the both of us. So then it became like, for me, it became kind of awkward because he would like look at me and I felt like I was like supposed to look away oh, yeah. and like not talk to him, not interact with him, like not pet him. And I was like, this is really weird because yeah. I also really liked the dog that I did want to like have yeah, the dog was some a cool sort dog. of like yeah. interaction with him. So I would be like getting the treats for Leon to give to him, but I'm like, don't look him, don't look him in the eye. <laughs> it was weird, bro. I, I so know. then Sunday rolls around. We had the bright idea of having our niece. and nephew. No, before that even happened, we went to church. We went to church like we typically were doing at that time. And because they were like, oh, this dog is fine to be by himself. We put him in our second bedroom. So we kept trying to walk out the front door. And every time we walked out the front door, he was trying to go with us. So I was like, okay, let me just put him in the second bedroom, close that door, and then we'll leave. We go to church. This dude tore the room up. If he could have broke out the window on the 18th floor, he would have. Yeah. We had a, um, because we had a telescope in that room. He knocked that over. The couch was all disheveled. Tore, like, because we had the kids' toys in there. It might Whatever. Been. Everything. It was the just. Blinds the blinds were was all like jacked. tore up. I it's was just like, like he oh went my crazy God. in And there. then I felt so bad because I was like, he probably was afraid to be by himself. I mean, they seen him poop or pee in there. That was. He didn't go to the bathroom. But then when we came home, the first thing he wanted to do was go to the bathroom. Leon went to open the door and he was so excited that we were back. He would not stop jumping. And he was jumping higher than Leon sits in his chair. And Leon went in the room. <laughs> no, you like froze first and you were like, I need you to get the dog. Cause you were like, I'm afraid. I need you to get the dog. And I was like, he's just excited to see it. So I like, I get him. And then you went in the room and I was like, I'm going to take him for a walk. Because at that point he was jumpy. He needed to go to the bathroom. So he's pulling and I'm trying to get him to not pull because you know, you don't want to pull in general. And then of course we get to the elevator and he's afraid of the elevator again. I'm like, Oh my gosh. And then my mom comes over with my grandma and the kids. And at that point, how old were they? Kai had to be. What's that? That was before Noe. So Kai was like three. That was before even Kel. I think. Maybe before Kel. I know it was definitely Kai. He grew up. So maybe Kai was three and Kayla was seven. 
<laughs> like six or seven. I don't remember how far apart. Yeah, age something they like that. Are. Yeah. So like they're that. around that age. They're, they're little kids, and they're excited to see the dog. dog. And this dog, who lived with another kid, and went to doggy daycare, was like growling at them. So now I'm like, well, how is this going to work? Because these kids spend a lot of time, yeah. with, like enough time with us. And we ended up, because Leon was uncomfortable, we ended up putting him on the leash in the house mm-hmm. and just having him sit there. The kids didn't even want to play. Yeah. It became, it went it from awkward. like, the, the energy was so off. The energy was so like, it was We tense. had to avoid the dog. Like we had to have him go through the kitchen because like, we had a way to go around the living room. To go, they had to go around to avoid the dog. It was he was like not. And they talk about people want a dog now. It's looking like what? I do want a dog. No. I do and don't because I do because Noelle wants one and I think that she would do great with one and I do feel like we could use like a fun companion but then I don't because they're work money and I want to do other things in my life and I don't want to have to worry about finding somebody to babysit a dog. I already have a hard time finding somebody to watch them. the kid I made much less a dog. Um. So then now at this point we're in touch with the owner because we're like this isn't going well we have a lot of concerns like he's afraid of the elevator he's you know um we we don't know what other breeds he doesn't seem to get along with so it Mm -hmm. makes it hard for us to take him for a walk yes and then the big factor of the kids like that was almost for me that's when i finally was like this is not gonna work because these kids mean a lot to me and I don't want to be worried or concerned that something's going to happen to them because he was like snippy with them. Yeah. And I was like, what is like happening? Like his teeth were showing. Like it was yeah. like, yeah, it was like, oh man. So then they tell us to bring him in Monday so that we can talk about things, maybe do some training with him on site and then see from there how things go. <laughs> so we get there. The best thing in the world happened when we got there. <laughs> we get there and of course he's, barking at dogs in the parking lot and we're like okay at this point we're not surprised and we go in and they're like sitting down with us to try to do some training and first the lady because it was now the owner's there but he's not like saying anything Mm -hmm. which also made me so mad was that he kind of like left us out there on our own to look like terrible dog owners and so the one lady was like judging me because she was like oh um, he can tell you don't want him to be there because you you won't even look at him. You're not even interacting with him. And I was like... I was told not to. <laughs> it completely caught me off guard because I was like, I was told not to. And the person who told me not to is sitting there not saying anything. Mm-hmm. He's not even looking at us. He's like looking down as if like, I don't want no parts of this. Looking like a dog. It was so uncomfortable. I felt so judged and I was so annoyed. And then I also felt really bad because I was like, we pulled him from stability Mm-hmm. to now be like we don't want this dog anymore mm-hmm. and i felt like this 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 woman and her son had to say goodbye to him go through that whole you know process which could have been very emotional for them if they were already attached to him for him to come with us for us to be like we don't want him anymore so i was already feeling a lot of guilt around it and then the best thing in the world happened so another person and their dog another disabled person and their dog come in Rosie, the name of the dog. Mm-hmm. Rosie, a big dog. My dog, I'm holding my dog because we're supposed to be doing some training exercise with it. My dog takes off and I'm trying to hold it and I'm almost about to fall off and I just have to let it go. The lady, and then the lady says so calmly, do you have him? Leon's like, no. no. <laughs> 
this dog was pulling him as if he was like a sled. (laughs) But I did feel bad that he, I mean, the other Rosie was fine. Cause the owner, he, he was like, like, he had a cane. Or he yeah, was, he had a cane, he and scared. he was able to kind of like keep our dog from getting too rosy. Like it wasn't, and it wasn't anything where either dog got hurt, but it was very much like this is what we were talking about. Mm-hmm. Like this is what y'all needed to see because they probably thought we were in there just making it up and trying to like back out on this thing. And then that's when the reality of who this dog was comes out because the owner never shared with us this dog's backstory, which I guess the trainers knew, but we did not we didn't know. know. Yeah. That apparently, I mean, I wouldn't have took it. Yeah, apparently he was found roaming the streets in Cape May with another dog, and they don't know how long he had been out roaming the streets. So then they were wondering if they were, like, getting a... Um, what's the word I want to use? They were getting, like, teased by kids. Mm-hmm. And if that's why he was having a hard time with... The kids that we that we have in our life, they don't know like wh- they don't know what kind of fights these dogs had gotten mm-hmm. into trying to survive on their own out in the streets in Cape May. They don't know if they were being tormented by like little kids and stuff. And I was like, well, all of that would have been really nice, nice to know, as opposed to finding out now and then been, yeah. having it end up having to be like this very like unhappy ending. I don't know, but like I said in the beginning, I wanted a dog that was trained. I wanted a mature dog. Yeah, you want a pop-up dog. Yeah, I wanted an older dog. I didn't want no rambunctious kid dog. No, I wanted an old guy. That's what I would... If I would get a dog now, it would probably be a bulldog. Why a bulldog? Because they're old and just... They don't do nothing. (laughs) He ain't going to do nothing nothing to me. I can kick him. He's going to roll over and die. I'm good. And think about that. I'm going to kick him. See? He ain't gonna never get a chance to hurt me. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna hurt the dog on purpose. But no, that, I think I want to. Yeah, if I got a dog, it'll have to be something. Sm- I'd rather a cat. Let's just say it like that. I don't want a cat. Yeah, me out. I'm always torn about if we got another dog, would it just be a family dog or would it be a dog that would um, really kind of be able to help Leon? Because Excuse me. at that time, we had. We had friends that we don't have anymore, but the friends that we had at that time also were very much against Leon having a service dog. They felt like it was like a cop-out. They felt like he was, you know, becoming lazy in his disability that, you know, he was strong enough to do all these things on his own. Why do you need a dog to help you do it? And I do think that now as he's getting older, and not that you're old, but, you know, older, especially with your spinal cord injury, I do wonder, like, would I want a dog that can do some of the little things that make things easier for you? Like, I still don't know how I would feel about a dog that can help you get things out of cabinets. That's weird to me. Not weird, but I think I'm trying to, like, picture it that it's still sanitary. But also, like, you know, you don't do bad with doorknobs. So do you really need a dog to, like, open doors for you? Or do you just need it more of, like, if you're falling for it to come, like, tell me? But then it's the like, about it is, we got a kid though, that does that. The thing about it is, though, now, well, first off, my kid doesn't, like... All the time he asking her to do something, so she doesn't. Um, that alone might be a reason because it brought reality. Because if I always thought, you know, could be well, first off, our first kid don't mind doing stuff, <laughs> so she made she made it hard. She made it real hard. I can always ask her <laughs> for something. Um, but yeah, that that made it like a reality. It was like, oh, maybe my kid may not want to help me. I mean, that's that's fine not her responsibility so like oh well maybe for that reason would a service animal suffice yeah and what would you want it to do if I drop something 
if you drop something. Because, um, again, I keep saying, I'm, the trajectory is, I'm not going to stay in this manual chair the rest of my life. I'm not. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm at least going to go half time. But then with that said, I'm trying I to figure out. Like, I'm, I'm tired of using my arms after a certain time. I'm so. But then I'm trying to figure out, would that mean a bigger dog versus a small dog? So, like, I always have, like, you know, the pros and cons of a small dog. I just think our house is not big enough for a big dog to be in here. It just takes up so much space. Like, we picked up that black lab, and he was was beautiful. But he took up the whole back seat, and it's like, this is a norm. Like, I just don't know if I'm ready for, like, that much. Like, I guess we probably should have had him, like, getting in the trunk, but not as opposed to the back seat. Anyway. Um... I remember my chair was in the trunk at that time. Oh, yeah, your chair had to fit in the trunk. So then, but I also think about like her and like what age would she be that like would a smaller dog be better than a bigger dog or would she be big enough that like it wouldn't make a difference if he did like a mid sized dog dog versus a big dog? Um, Like right now, I'm always, I'm thinking like small because she got to experience a really small dog that could like fit in her lap and it was the cutest thing. And I'm like, oh, this dog can like snuggle with her and like, would I be okay with that dog sleeping in her bed? Because that would be like a comfort. we get a puppy and then it grow and then as it grows, we work with it, train it. (sighs) But to have a puppy is like having a newborn all over again. Who's getting up to take this dog out to pee and poop? Even though we have a backyard, somebody has to still open the door. And it's kind of like, are we ready for that phase of our life again? For me, the biggest thing is having somebody else to be responsible for. And I think that, like, as much as I love dogs, every time I've had a dog or considered having a dog, I just, I don't feel ready for all of the work. Like, I just feel like I don't think I need something or somebody else on my plate. As much as I want to give her that experience because I think she would love it, I just, you know, for right now, I definitely for sure don't feel like I'm ready for it. On top of, like, if I want to plan to go somewhere, I don't want to have to be like, I need even more money because now I need to put this dog up in doggy daycare or something. But, yeah, as you get older, especially if you're going to end up in a power chair, it would make sense to have somebody, something that can help you pick up things. There was a girl, I told this to Leon, but there's a girl that I follow, that we follow on um, TikTok who her dog is currently being trained to be a service dog for her mental and her physical disability. And I think that that's really amazing is that you have that emotional support type of friend. Um, But again, it's expensive. I think her, I'm not even going to lie, I don't even remember how much money she needed to raise, but it was definitely five figures. Like, in my mind, I want to say it was $40,000, and I don't know if that's... $40,000? Yeah, and I don't know if that's right. It could have been more. It could have been less. So you, this is a, 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 a... What kind of dog? Astro dog? Like Amazon? And the dog is picked out. The dog is picked out. has a name. She knows about the dog. Like Tesla made the dog? You know what? She calls her She calls her power chair her Tesla. Well, I think that's the one that looks like one, but... The dog oh, no, got, because it's expensive and you have to charge it. The dog got to be made by Tesla for $40,000. So this is the breakdown of what she explained. Well, we know service dogs are expensive, right? We already know that. But she had to find somewhere that trained a, the dog to do both, mm-hmm. to be an emotional support dog and, like, physical support dog. So that's more costly. But then she's in Massachusetts. Don't make fun of me if I said that weird or wrong. But they're perfectly fine. 
my tongue just don't be like rolling right. And then the dog is in California. So she has to fly to California to get the dog. She has to put herself up for that period of time that they need to train the dog with her. And because of her physical disability, she can only sit. Okay. All right. um, I don't want to say first class, but like she needs to be able to sit in a seat that can recline well enough. Because no, she can't forty thousand dollars to get over there. I thought literally just the dog was forty thousand. Forty thousand no, for the, the whole, whole process. process for her. Okay, no, that makes a lot more sense. I get and then that. for them to get back together, and I think she, she might have needed. Better boarding, but that would have made sense. And then I think she has to pay for whoever's coming with her to like take care of her. Double it. Yeah, which I mean, it may be like her boyfriend or something, but maybe like their plane ticket or whatever. No, like I get that. that. That makes that makes more sense. I, no, I I thought like so. It's like if it was a dog that because you know it's familiar like what. The PA somewhere that did dogs. Mm-hmm. I thought you were saying it was like forty thousand dollars for a service dog that did both. I was about to say, how do you justify emotional and physical support? But she, for you know, for her to have living expenses, her living expenses as well. Yes, that makes total sense. I'm pulling up her page so I can see <clears throat> exactly how much it was. No, no, I get. Like I said, it was, it was, that was perfectly. I get all that now. That's that's a shame. That's a shame, but I get it. I keep saying this stuff is expensive. But yeah, she started her TikTok to raise money for her her service dog. And she's almost at her goal. Um, of course, TikTok does not want to load. Right. I'm trying to find the right video. All right, if this is not the right one, I'm just going to forget it. Because I don't want all this dead air in our episode. I got it. I got all this anyway. Let me see if it's in her bio. Because as many videos as I watched, I can't even find the one I'm looking for. Oh, okay. So yeah, her goal is $45,000 and she's at 37 right now. So yeah, that was close. How long she did this for? Um, it looks like she put updates. I'm not sure. Cause I think the update doesn't tell me like the day she started. Mm. I think it's like the latest update or something. Let me see if there's older updates. August 20, May 2021, February 2021. So the first post is from February 2021. So I guess hey, a little nice. over a year now. She made 40000 in a year. Some people can't even do that. Some people can't even do that. And she's spending it for a dog. Which should be interesting because... Um, and not that I want to get too much into her story, but it should be interesting because she realized that her disability, it, like, I guess it could potentially be somewhat reversible. So then I wonder how much of the physical help she's going to end up needing versus what she thought she did when she started the fundraising. Cool. But I don't know for sure if she'll get to a point of being able to be out of her power chair and like walking again. I think she thinks it's going to happen, but I think she's still trying to figure it all out. Anything else, honey? No, that's it. Thank you guys for joining us. Don't forget to follow us at Harris Hope and Humor on social media. 
And we'll see you guys in two weeks. Bye. Bye.